Welcome back to the Property Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce Kaminsky, filling in for the fearless Dave Dubow. And have you ever wondered how a 17-year-old immigrant from the Philippines not only realized the American dream, but went on to own 48 units in real estate, as well as achieving financial freedom? Well, today's guest, J.R. DeMonte, a dedicated controller and passionate real estate investor based in Chicago, is here to share his incredible journey of resilience, creative financing, and building a thriving real estate portfolio. JR, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Thank you, man. Thanks, Bryce. I appreciate it. That was an awesome intro. Well, you know, you can leave it up to ChatGPT to make <laughs> us all look good every day. So one thing that it missed, though, and you mentioned before we got on the show here, is that you're also a real estate agent. That's correct. Yes, I've been uh, an agent since 2019 and investor 2016. Yeah, so a lot of people have a, a an origin story, something that starts with like rich dad, poor dad, or my uncle this or my aunt that. So tell me, how did the idea of real estate get put in your head and how did you get started? Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Um, well, first, I was 26, 27 year old in 2016. I just want to, you know, live get out of my parents' basement, basically, mm -hmm. right? Get out of the, mm -hmm. one of their bedrooms. Um, and But I'm too cheap to buy a condo with, you know, one of my friends. So I decided to just, you know, kind of buy like a multifamily, a house hack. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, typical story, you know, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, had the mind shift. And, you know, from there, I look around, I actually started 2013 and then pause um, and didn't pull the trigger until 2016 when I saw a two flat in Berwyn, Illinois, which is a suburb in Berwyn, uh, mm -hmm. Chicago. Um, and it's a brand new, it was, it was burned down. The actual owner died in it, which I found out after the fact. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, I my mortgage was two thousand bucks. I rented the upstairs for fourteen fifty, and I have a roommate for five hundred bucks. And then light bulb, you know, like you know, most real estate investor that started to do house hack kind of lit, right? Um, so what if I do this, but I don't live there and mm -hmm. actually add value? And that that was kind of off to the races from there. Um, after that, seven months later, I bought my first kind of pure investment property uh, in Cicero, Illinois, which again, close to the Berwyn, the suburbs of Chicago for $88,000. Back in the day, you could still get that as a foreclosure. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, man, like, you know, I've done a lot of things. I met some good people, had some opportunity to do some seller financing. And like you said in the intro right now, I have 48 units. So we can unpack there, right? So, you know, I'll let you do that. Yeah, so 48 units at what pace? Because you started at, um, you said you started investing 2014, so it's been almost 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, was yeah. it all in the last couple of years or has it been a progressive journey? Yeah, 2016. So my last purchase was in 2021. So, be, you know, five years, 48 units. Um, I haven't bought, um, actually 22, I'm sorry. So I haven't bought this year in 2023. Um, so probably six years, 48 units. That's kind of like the trans, you know, but the first couple of years had 15 units, which, you know, everybody knows who started in real estate, especially your own partner, because I own all 48 units myself. Um, you're kind of like, you know, scratching, you know, kind of grabbing pennies from your pants, right? Like, so yeah. it's really, you, you that you lack capital. So um, 
so that's that's the you know, that's kind of like what happened but you know when you invest in real estate i always tell my clients it's like time right like, mm-hmm. you know, time in the market <clears throat> exactly so once well I, you know the ones i own since 2018 2019 pulled some money out in there you know that that like you know i'm a dedicated controller as well which pulled money like for my annual salary, which is significant, right? So mm-hmm. that's the power of real estate. It's just hard to see that when you're first starting because you're getting 200, 300 bucks cash flow and your hot water tank or you have a flood that your furnace went out. It's kind of hard to see, but it's time in the market, as I'm sure you know, like once you're there five, six, seven years, you kind of get get those, um, you know, tax-free, refinanced, you know, kind of flood of cash mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you can if you can weather the storm yeah no. if you can weather the storm yeah <clears throat> I, I i had it in the intro and you mentioned it again define controller what is that exactly so, yeah so it, it's basically that's kind of like the position like next level to the cfo um i'm in accounting so mm-hmm. i'm good at numbers naturally right um so that's kind of like i look that's how i look every deal of mine I think, you know, a lot of the skills, um, you know, for being a controller, which is basically in charge of finance and accounting operations, yeah. I'm applying to real estate as well. Um, I'm still self-managing. So I know a lot of people will cringe when I say that, uh, but, you know. <laughs> it sounds like you're the type of person that, in, that kind of enjoys that, though, like maybe not the tenants in the toilets, but sure. certainly uh, looking at the master balance sheet and looking at yeah. where all the positions are. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I have great people surrounding me, right? Like, you know, my contractors are awesome. You know, tenants, you know, there's always one out of 10, which is why I always say one out of 10 tenants are probably going to be an issue, but for the most part, you know, most of them are good. Um, so nice, nice. So, um, what's the composition of that portfolio? Is it all multifamily? Is it 48 singles? Yeah, uh, it's uh, two units is my smallest, and then eight units is my biggest. So, okay, so you've got like kind of like a, a small, medium diversity yeah. uh, in your portfolio. Definitely. Now, what did that happen on purpose or by accident? Uh, I think it's a natural trend, transgression of a real estate investor. Like, you know, once you're done with two to four units, you start looking for a bigger one. Mm-hmm. You know, with me, um, six to eight units was, you know, was kind of like a sweet spot at the time. Now I'm looking for more like a little bigger than that, like, you know, 10 to 24, even 50 units. Um, It's just like the scalable of it, you know, you only have one roof, you only have one lawn um, Mm -hmm. and all of the tenants are in the same place. So that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for now. Okay. So um, let's talk about what you're doing now. So right now you said you haven't bought anything this year. Is it because you're, you know, like these larger ones, they take more time. It just takes more time. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, like, what what's your plan going forward or, or what you're actively uh, searching for these days? Yeah. You know, in the, you know, in the commercial world, when I say commercial, kind of like that eight to 24 to 50 units, mm-hmm. it's mostly, you know, broker relationship. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, so it it just hasn't hit the criteria. I feel like there's a big gap between sellers and buyer right now and what the expectations are. Um, yeah. Um, so that's why I hit the pause, right? It's hard as a real estate investor, you know, when you have a lot of cash in the bank and you can't really like use them, um, you get itchy quick, right? Um, but 
you got to be careful, especially if, you know, the market's a little uncertain right now. Not that you can't find, you know, a cash flowing deal. It's just I have a more um, clear box criteria that I follow now. Um, you know, uh, most of my buildings are kind of like a cluster, the same location. So I yeah. can't. You know, if I if I have to go out of state or even like two hours from, you know, within the same state, I have to build my team again, you know, which is really like, I I just don't have time right now to do that. You know, that's something that I'm working on is kind of like hiring a couple people um, to just help me you know, with the, you know, little stuff, um, you know, emails and stuff like that, kind of making sure that my processes is good. I think that's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do. A lot of people um it's nice to grow right but if your portfolio is not optimized you know what i mean that's when you get in trouble um because you lose tenants or you know you'll get tenants that's really bad so yeah. all of that stuff that's try what i'm trying to do this past year is just to optimize it um you know i do yeah i do some like my, my social media i do some tips like you know like your fire extinguisher like i just posted that right you know, is, does it have a tag of 2023, right? Because if there's a fire, sure to see that, you know, like you can be in trouble. So stuff like that, simple stuff like that, that I kind of, you know, try to optimize a little bit. Yeah, just making sure everything's tight before you take on more stuff. Yeah. So how does that play into um, your role as a real estate agent? Uh, good. Um, you know, I, most of my clients are kind of like in, you know, house hackers, like first time home buyers and stuff like that. Um, I do help people who wants to have a home home that, you know, they want to live in. But for the most part, I try to kind of guide them. I'm like the case study, right? So it's kind of like an easier, I would say. Yeah, you already own the car, right? You're exactly. selling the car and you already own one. Exactly. Like, hey, so, you, you know, it's like the gym analogy, right? Like, we all, I want somebody that's going to train me that's ripped, you know, because that's what I'm yeah. trying to do. So, um, yeah, uh, it. It's easy. I love it. You know what I mean? It's like the, you know, I help a 20 year old bought, bought uh, a three flat, you know, in a Chicagoland area. That's amazing, right? I started when I was 26. If, you know, if it's for her, real estate investing is for her. I'm pretty sure like once she she's done renting everything in that three flat, I'm pretty sure she's going to look for the next one. And if yeah. she does that once a year, by the time she's 30, you know what I mean? Like she'll, I didn't even start real estate until I was 30. So like, you yeah. know, you see these, you see these young people getting in earlier and earlier, but I can recall it wasn't even a conversation. You know, the only type of real estate you knew of was, yeah, you know, oh, your uncle fixed a house and I resold know. it and made some money. But other than that, there was no like, um, you know, there was no mention that there was an industry unfolding that we didn't even see. Certainly not in school. They didn't tell us anything. They weren't like, Another career path would be real estate investor. And then they run a class on it. Like, no, that's that's just not a thing. So great to see young people getting into it uh, early. Um, and the earlier, the better, right? By the time, yeah. if she if all she does is hold on to that thing for 10 years, how do you think it's going to be for her? She's going to pay that thing down. Yeah, pay that thing down, you know, like. Probably end up buying another one. Exactly. You know, you ask people, like, I'm selling a, a three flat in Chicago. She owned it for 28 years, right? She bought it for 122 and now it's worth 460, right? Yeah. It's, you know, at time, like at some point, like, you know, it's a cycle, obviously, and definitely the market are certain, but 
that's my strategy is buy and hold, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody offers me that I can't refuse, then I'll sell. But for the most part, I buy and hold, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's awesome. So that's what I love about being an agent is, you know, helping people do what I've done. Because, like, man, real estate gives you the freedom, you know, the materials you want, like a better life for my 18-month-old child, you know what I mean? Congratulations. Uh, thank you. So um, it's powerful if I can spread the word, you know, through this podcast, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, you know, back when you started, like when we being in our 20s, right? Um, there's not a lot of podcasts like this, right? So mm-hmm. you know, if there is, it's not as popular, as mainstream as, as it, is, it is now. So, so yeah, well, there would have been nothing, right? Yeah. I, I only got into it in my, th- in my 30s. Um, because it got to a point in my in my career where I I realized what I was doing for a living wasn't going to allow me to have anything, and I was like, if I want to have a family at of anything, you know, of any amount, I'm gonna have to switch lanes. And uh, I didn't really have much of an education. I didn't have anything like, and I needed to start right away. And I looked around and I said, well, I could either move to a different um, city and and try to make more money in the industry I'm already in, or I could participate in an industry that has just more money moving around. So I got in, I got into real estate and, um, you know, it's been 2015. So 2015 is, you know, it's going to come up on 10 years pretty soon. And it's so easy to get started. You don't need any education you don't need it like you yes you must get educated i'm not remember everyone at home don't don't say you don't need education <laughs> you got to get educated but the education's everywhere and there's no barrier to entry you can yeah. be in real estate in 30 days if you're really aggressive you could get on the phone and go on mls and buy something today yeah um so if people are you know if people are looking um What's some what's a piece of advice for young people that are thinking about getting into the marketplace? What advice would you have for them as that person bought in the Chicago area? But yeah, you know, it it, it can be a little bit pricey. Sure. Um, the house hacking thing is huge, and I think that when you're really young, you don't mind having roommates. Like, go for it. Yeah. What What advice would you have for people who are looking to get into that house hacking or get into their first investment? Yeah, I think for for you know for younger people who just starting their career, I, you know, I, I understand the temptation of like want to live, you know, in Lakeview and downtown mm-hmm. Chicago and stuff like that. But I think it, one of it is mindset, right? You guys around people with kind of like uh, like minded individual like you. Um, you know, if you're in college, you know, graduating. I bet most people probably got sold the idea like, hey, once you graduated and take $200,000 in debt, you're going to make 50 grand a year, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, I, I was sold that, you know, yeah. and, and and I made 31000 a year when I graduated. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, so, you know, it's, I think it's, it's just like, it's a mindset feel like, you know, read some books, educate yourself and surround your people with, you know, with surround yourself with people that kind of like done it. You know, my best, the best advice I've received is like, don't, you know, don't take the advice. You can listen to them, right? Like, especially because sometimes it's your loved ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, take the advice of the people who hasn't done it, you know, take mm-hmm. the advice of people that has done it. So, um, that's it. It's hard, right? Like, you know, you, we can all say, 
yeah, let's buy real estate, but it's the biggest purchase of most people's life, right? That's yeah. kind of, you, you know, what I've learned. Um, and, you know, it, it for me, it's it's easier for me because it's an, I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. Um, for people, it's mostly emotional, but it, it's it's an easy, like, hey, like if you're paying 1200 1500 bucks sharing a unit with somebody to live in downtown Chicago, that's great. But if you sacrifice a few years, and you know this, you've been investing 10 years, a few years can, you know, like you can own the penthouse after 10 years, right? Yeah. Or if you just do house hacking every year, you you would own that penthouse in downtown Chicago. Like, you know, so so it's it's that mindset shift mindset shift that, hey, look, you know, there's other ways to to do this, you know. Um it's not gonna it's it's yeah, you might not look, I guess, cool in the beginning, but you know, after that, man, like the 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 just the world opens up, right? There's so many other worlds out there that you don't even know exists. But yeah, mm-hmm. real estate will give that to you. Well, it's it's there's that that line that goes all uh, long term gains are at the cost of short term gains. So they're gonna run out and get a penthouse, and that mortgage debt is gonna keep yep. them financially strapped. Yep. And they're not actually ever gonna be able to really like step up and out. So if you want you know, long-term gains, it's typically at the sacrifice of short-term gains. You're going to have to like live in that basement suite. And let's be real. It's, you know, when you're 20 to 25, you're not home. You're not at home. You're out, you're at work. You're you're out at a concert. You're out at your friend's place or whatever. So you don't really need, you know, a lot of us were roommates anyway. So I remember my brother, I rented from my brother. What did he do when he moved out? Yeah, he lived with this person and that person for a bit. But as soon as he got in his head, boom, he bought that property and he's owned that property now. He's probably owned that house 15 years, you know, and you can't even touch. He, I think he paid something like 70 or 80 grand and that uh-huh. same house is now like oh. 275 wow. and he hasn't really done much to it. It's just right. time in the market, right? So market. Um, if people want to reach out to you, they want to, you know, get... Uh, they want your help to to help them navigate real estate in, in the market there. You're uh, primarily in Chicago then? Yeah, it's primarily Chicago land areas. You know, I live yeah, in so if someone wants to reach out to you, they want to, you know, connect with you, learn learn more about what you've done and things like that. How should they do that? What what should they do? Yeah, you can uh, connect with me. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, in Instagram. Jr.dumantai, J A Y R. Dumantai. I'm sure it will be show notes. Um, um, so you can find me there and ask some questions. Love to interact. Yeah, Instagram is the place to network. It seems yeah. um, these days. So, yeah, really appreciate you being on the show, and I hope uh, you know the young people out there listening can take a little bit away and just say, "Look, it's not that hard, and it's, you're not that far away. It's just time in the market, guys. Time in the market." Really appreciate the time, Jr. Thank you, sir. Hopefully I added value. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And until next time, guys, we'll catch you on the next episode.